Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Respected listeners We begin by praising and thanking And glorifying Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For all the favors, the ni'mads, the blessings The happiness, the comfort That we enjoy from Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And we also send salawat and salam upon our beloved leader and master, Hazrat Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa In honor of Rasulullah Pak sallallahu alayhi wa let us recite a durood. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammadin wa barik wa sallim. And also to remind us all that inshallah in a few hours time will be the night of Jumu'ah and then the day of Jumu'ah will follow where we are encouraged to increase in our recitation of Durood upon our beloved Hazrat Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq to recite more and more Durood upon Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam so that we can enjoy in this world we can enjoy closeness to the lifestyle of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and then ultimately to enjoy uh, closeness to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and reap the benefits of reciting abundant durood upon Nabi Pak Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. My respected and dear listeners, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala mentions in the Holy Quran, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ إِخْوَةٌ فَأَصْلِحُوا بَيْنَ أَخَوَيْكُمْ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ لَعَلَّكُمْ now, <clears throat> we may have heard this ayah over and over uh, many, many times it is quoted. And yes, it is so relevant uh, to us. You see, <clears throat> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, has created us humankind. And besides creating humankind, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the creator of all the creations. And everything that we see in this world, it was created for a purpose. And including us, mankind, humankind, we were also created for a purpose. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said something to this effect, that the world was created for you. Adunya khuliqat lakum wa antum khuliqtum lil and you were created for the year after. So everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has uh, created has been created specially in order for the fulfillment of the needs of mankind. From food to clothing to medication, everything has been created so that mankind can take benefit from it to fulfill mankind's needs now my respected listeners we should understand it very carefully that all this has been created to fulfill our needs not so that humankind can fulfill his or her desires there is a very big difference between the two so we should understand what is being said by nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam that rasulullah sallallahu wasallam says that oh mankind you have been created for the akhirah so in other words, use everything in this world in order to make a means for your effort towards attaining Jannah uh, easy. Now, <clears throat> in another verse of the Holy Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions 
that we have not created jinn and men except for the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the main purpose of our creation is the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is the key to attaining our Jannah. But my respected listeners, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa however, has also taught us that, you know, there are certain obstacles. In life, we experience this. In attaining, in achieving certain goals, etc., we will find that there will always be or that there will be some obstacles. So how to avoid uh, these obstacles? Let's take the examples of potholes everywhere today because this is so common. Now, how we avoid these potholes while driving? So my respected listeners, you see, now and then we hit a pothole. And then when we hit a pothole, we feel the pain because of the damage it has caused to our vehicle, etc. Similarly, there will be obstacles in our effort to obtaining and achieving our objective and that is Jannah. <clears throat> now, a hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam explains what are the obstacles. So, Hazrat Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu mentions that this incident transpired uh, where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa asked the companions radiallahu anhum that do you know who a bankrupt person is? And the Sahaba radiallahu anhum replied uh, that the bankrupt person amongst us, like if we are asked, you know, who is a bankrupt person? And then we all will say that one who doesn't have rands and dollars and so forth, properties, etc. So they replied that the bankrupt, bankrupt person amongst us is the one who possesses neither dirhams uh, nor possessions. In other words, no wealth. So upon this, Rasulullah didn't say that this is wrong what you are saying. No. Nabi said that the actual bankrupt person, the actual bankrupt person from amongst my ummah is the person who will come on the day of Qiyamah let us understand this carefully. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is saying that the, bankrupt, the actual bankrupt person from amongst my ummah is that person who will come on the day of Qiyamah with his salah. His salah will be intact. Fasting, zakat, all this will be intact. But he will come in the condition that he had sworn so and so. He had accused so and so. He had, you know, devoured the wealth of so and so. He had spilled the blood of so-and-so. He had hit so-and-so. So then Nabi Wasallam says, So this from his good deeds will be taken and given to whoever he has hurt, whoever's wealth he has devoured uh, and wrongly uh, you know, acquired, etc., etc. So my respected listeners, you see, So this from his good deeds will be taken and given to so-and-so. And that from his good deeds will be taken and given. If his good deeds finish before his debt is settled, we cannot say, no, now I got nothing to give. I got nothing, I gave everything. Then Rasulullah says, their bad deeds will be thrown upon him and he will be thrown into the fire of Jahannam. May Allah Ta'ala save us, my respected listeners. So this hadith is a, an, an example of the potholes 
the obstacles in other words. So, <clears throat> together with fulfilling the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have been commanded in the Quran and in the Sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to fulfill the rights of our fellow Muslim brothers and our fellow human beings and the whole of creation at large. Allah has created us, my respected listeners, Allah has created us such that we live within a society where human beings, you know, naturally we need company. And we need other people in order to live a normal life. There is always a point in, in your life where you will need somebody. You know, uh, <clears throat> so in other words, coexistence is an important part of social life. Now, my respected listeners, this is the hubi and the beauty of Islam. Islam is such a complete religion that even the way of coexisting with fellow human beings, with other human beings, Islam has taught us. And <clears throat> to understand this, you see, everyone today is saying that, you know what, stand up for your rights, fight for your own rights. But in doing so, there is so much of disunity that is coming about. Because no person is willing to fulfill the next person's right. So on the other hand, Islam has taught us what? Islam has taught us to fulfill everybody else's rights. And by doing so, naturally, every person's rights will be fulfilled. And it will leave no reason for anyone to even stand up for his rights. Why? Because everybody's rights are being fulfilled. It is already being fulfilled. You are fulfilling the next person's right. Everyone is fulfilling the next person's right. So by doing this, there leaves no reason for disunity to take place. Inshallah, Allah Ta'ala make it that we all achieve this, my respected listeners. But now, just to elaborate a little more on uh, the obstacles. Because I see <coughs> time is running short. But my respected listeners, you see, uh, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala explains a few etiquettes of living together in harmony uh, through the Quran and then in the Sunnah also it is explained where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said who is a Muslim al-Muslimu akhul Muslim a Muslim is a brother to the next Muslim and then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam says he will not cheat him he will not lie to him he will not disgrace him hmm? the hadith carries on but this is the for us to understand that where are we maybe falling short in fulfilling the rights of others? Yes, we are, we are accumulating, we are, uh, you know, piling up on our own ibadah. Our salah, our fasting, our zakat, our Quran tilawat, our hajj, etc. All that is there on its place, my respected listeners. We have to do that. But with that, we have to understand that if I don't fulfill the rights of others, if I'm going to cheat somebody, if I'm going to hurt somebody, if I'm going to lie to somebody, then these are obstacles. Then these are obstacles for me to get to Jannah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Holy Quran, and we will find that in this verse of the Holy Quran in Surah 49, ayah number 10, I recited in the beginning, that innamal mu'minuna ikhwah. So here's information, that all believers are a brotherhood. And then, what to do? Now that you know you are a brotherhood, make peace. Make peace between your brothers. 
Now what are the virtues? What are the rewards for, for doing this? What are the rewards for doing this? Allah says, Wattaqullah, fear, continue fearing Allah. Why? لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ So that you may be shown mercy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will show mercy upon us. So the first right that is mentioned is that if two of your Muslim brothers do end up being in a dispute or they end up disagreeing with each other, then do not choose the path of, you know, taking out your vengeance on 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 some on 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 one of the on one of the two in other words you know uh, no i am closer to this one and i'm not so you know good books with that person let me you know take sides here allah says you see my respected listeners in we have to understand this verse of the holy quran that by merely disagreeing with someone who is close to you the other party still remains a muslim therefore we should make all out efforts to reconcile them. Why? So that all Muslims at large may live in peace. We are a brotherhood. So in other words, don't add fuel to the fire by inciting them against each other, by assisting one party and causing harm to the next party. My respected listeners, this sin has become so rife today. Where, you know... <coughs> We forget just taking sides. People are creating hatred between two people, between two groups, between families, etc. And, they, and we are doing it purposely. So my respected listeners, uh, you know, if you have difficulty with the next person, straight away try and reconcile between the next person and yourself. And, and even if there are third parties in, involved, then, you know, Make all out efforts to reconcile. Why? Because then you are following the, the, the command in the Quran. Now in the next verse, very quickly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لا يسخر قوم من قوم عسى منهم. O you who believe, men should not make fun of other men. Perchance they may be better than them. And no women, ولا نساء من نساء now women should mock at other women. Perchance they may be better than them. Here the next social etiquette is taught to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself. Is that no person should mock at other people. In any way whatsoever. In any way whatsoever. Scholars of Tafsir explain that here it means to mention any fault or defect found within any person. Which if mentioned in front of other people will cause them to laugh. And this is referred to as mockery. This is referred to as mockery. So my respected listeners, again, another etiquette of how to fulfill the rights of others. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا تَلْمِزُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ And then Allah carries on and says, وَلَا تَنَابَزُوا بِالْأَلْقَابِ Time does not permit to elaborate more. But let us understand this. That do not take out faults from one another. Uh, this is a, another social etiquette mentioned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't go out, search for the faults of your Muslim brother. And thereafter, after searching for the faults, you're exposing the person. You're exposing your Muslim brother. You see, by, 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 by us doing this, two harms can come upon a person. One is that if he takes out the faults of someone, then remember that person will also take out your faults and expose it. Due to which now disunity comes about in the Muslim community. So <clears throat> there's an Arabic saying, Wafika Uyubun Walin Nasi Ayun. 
that you know, you know what let us remember you also have defects within you and people also have eyes so the more you going to go out and search for others faults others are going to come and search for your faults because others have eyes also my respected listeners let us make sabr and not expose then the sin of making fun and lowering the dignity of a muslim will come upon us if we go around making fun and exposing the faults of others so allah ta'ala give us the tawfiq my respected listeners let us further you know contact with our ulama and <coughs> study this verse of the holy quran where there are so many etiquettes mentioned because we need to love with people but we need to live in harmony with people and the reason for this is so that if we love correctly then our potholes will be covered our obstacles will be removed and then inshallah on the day of qiyamah when we present when our deeds are presented then inshallah the salah that we perform the quran tilawa the the fasting the zakat the hajj all our ibadat will be just for us will come in use for us otherwise it will be allah ta'ala forbid it will be taken a reminder of the hadith that we mentioned in the beginning about the bankrupt person when Nabi Sallallahu says that person who came with all these deeds with all this ibadah he came but in the process he was hurting people lying to people cheating people etc Allah Ta'ala make it easy for us to live in harmony with people so that inshallah on the day of Qiyamah all our ibadah will be of, for, will be of benefit to us inshallah and what will not be given to others those that we heard Allah Ta'ala make it that we ask you know forgiveness from people that we heard and we try and we try and reconcile so that we are following the Quran and the Sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Ameen wa akhiru da'wana Anilhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammadin wa barik wa sallim Oh Allah accept from us our speaking our listening Oh Allah Ta'ala grant us the tawfiq to make amal inshallah Ameen اللهم اشف مرضانا ومرض المسلمين وارحم موتانا وموت المسلمين وصلى الله عليه وآله وسلم برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين